to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with your host, Bill Sparks. The panel members are Dave and Chris Spreakert, Bill and Jenny Sparks, Tim Oney, and Jeff Bennett. For the next two hours, Bill will be taking your calls. We'll have lots of conversation, demonstrations of products, and much more. You may reach us by calling 646-876-9923. Follow the automated prompts. When you're asked for a meeting ID, enter 287-723-4600. When you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may also join us by downloading Zoom for your Android or iOS devices from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Bill Sparks. Well, a very good Wednesday morning to you from Southwest Florida. I hope you all are well. We're well here. We forgot to close the door last night, and the door was wide open. It's a good thing we hopefully live in a good neighborhood and nothing happened. So that's kind of how we did it last night. Uh, That's not very good security. That's on me and Jennifer for not doing that. Well, you know, this last week, I was a little saddened because Twitter went away on my computer, and I couldn't get all my news and information or things I wanted to get. But all of a sudden, I heard and I read someplace about an app called Spring or Spring for Twitter, and it works on my iPhone, your iPad, or whatever the case may be. And I downloaded that. I got it. Wow, it worked wonderfully once I got everything set up. And I really like that. So, and just a few hours later, Jennifer goes, exactly what did you get? I think I want that. I don't want no more Twitter. But she said, 
I think I'm going to do it. I'm going to copy after you. And next thing I know, I told her what the price was. Well, I'm not going to buy it. Next thing I know, I hear the button to buy it. And then she gets a surprise. And I do too. Apple had caught that and said, you're part of a family plan and you can get that app for free since you're in the Sparks family plan. So she got it for free and now she's not looking back. She copied after me after I fixed her computer yesterday. <laughs> she she did that. But other than that, the week, the cold seems to be much, 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 much better now. So I think we're going to survive it and all yield. Oh, just one other quick note. We do not open the Zoom room until 9. So if you come in at 8 o'clock, that's on you, unfortunately, because of, you know, the number of people in trying to get stuff done for the show. It does not open till 9 o'clock um, Eastern time and whatever that translates to you until show time. So no matter how early you try to get in, it's not happening. So it won't be until 9 o'clock. Just a friendly reminder, if you do there, you go there on your old time, on your own time. So, Jenny, please come in and rescue me. Rescue you? Oh, well, I guess I owe you one since I got up yesterday morning and I unlocked my computer and the Braille display was working and there was no speech whatsoever. It's like, okay, Windows must have had an update, but usually it doesn't change all my sound cards. Well, it did this time. And so, luckily, Bill doesn't like my keyboard, so he had to bring his keyboard. So... He set it up so that he could use the incident manager so that he can fix my computer from his computer. So, and what else is going on? I'm working on my last transcribing lesson before the final trial transcript, and that's in process, and hopefully I'll get that done and sent off in the next couple days, and... We're finally getting some rain around here that we desperately needed. We'd been here four months without any rain. In the last couple of days, we've had rain, so that's a good thing. And enjoying my new iPad, and yes, I guess I am a copycat. He gets these apps and talks about them and tells me how wonderful they are, and I sit and watch him use them for a while, and then I have to have it because I don't want to miss out. I was so mad when the program I was using on my computer for Twitter left, I started the process of canceling my Twitter account, but glad I didn't let it finish. Yes, you copied right after me and thought it was funny, but you said I don't usually jump on these apps. No, you don't. Usually you don't, you're not as much on the edge as we are with technology and things. Usually apps, they have to be something that's that's pretty good before you're onto it right away. So I figure it's a safe bet to follow you usually with apps. Oh, and one last quick thing. Anybody that paid attention and knows, the legend is all working again now. It's out of the cloud. It's back home and up and working. Thank you, Jackie Miller, for finally getting the power 
onto the machine, and then I was able to go in and remotely fix it. So we're back up and working. I thought the machine had gone for good, but it's up and working. So unless you've got anything else, Jennifer, we'll send it over to Chris and Dave. Well, not much going on here. We're finally getting some decent weather, and so we grilled yesterday. Looks like we'll be able to go out and sit in the swing or whatever we want to do outside, which will be nice because we haven't been able to do that since, um, what, last October? So that'll be nice. And other than that, I just want to say real quickly that we are going to be assisting our local community here in beginning in May. So we will be in and out of the coffee club. There will be most days. We won't be here, but we will still be doing a recipe. We'll put up demos when we have them, and we will run it and put it over the air if we need to. So I just don't want to dwell on that, but I wanted people to know what was going on. So. All right, and so we will see what we can ably do to bring on some persons to come in and take up the slack. So the coffee club will go on, and things just go on. So no Donna Day tomorrow? No, that is next Thursday. We have dentist appointments tomorrow. You'd rather have Donna Day. Oh, uh, yeah, probably so. Yeah. But going to the that's day. about all, really. That's our last appointment for a while. Why is it when you go to the dentist, do you think your teeth, that you feel fine and nothing hurts when you go, and when you come back, your gums hurt? And yeah. <laughs> yeah, they get a little sore. rough sometimes, I think. You're right. Yeah. So... That's that's a good thing to get that over with. Um, so let's see what else is going on. Let's go to Tim in Minneapolis. Radio Tim. Good morning, everyone. Hope everyone's doing well. I uh, we have spring here, and Sammy's got a spring cold, I guess. Anyway. Um, we're uh, supposed to get up to the mid-80s today. So if we do, we'll break a record for the record high. And that'll be good. No, please. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's pretty good. I, uh, I'll probably miss my air conditioning earlier than I thought I would. But, <laughs> uh, well, we'll have to see. Anyway, uh and I uh, got a countdown from this week in 1972, the year I graduated from high school. My goodness. <laughs> this uh, tomorrow night. And uh, looking forward to that. And uh, I guess that's about it. Looking we may forward have to, to the show you, today at 11. We may have to give you time off that show to fix your computers and get your NVDA up to date, right? Well... Actually, I I got it up to date on two out of three, so okay. so I'm I'm getting there. But, uh, 
Yeah, it, it was pretty weird that it. Uh, they have changed the way you do a say all, which actually they did that a long time ago. I just never updated it. Um, but when you do a say all on a computer that hasn't been changed, if you do that command, Control A, I mean Insert A, it deletes. If you were looking at an email, it deletes the email, and it doesn't go into your trash. It just goes away totally. And what was that other good tip you told us about going to finding a copy of NVDA? Oh, uh, blindhelp.net has a copy of it with a bunch of add-ons that are already ready to go and everything. Um, it doesn't have, uh, well, I'm not even sure if the add-on for Studio works with the new version of NVDA, if they've gotten one yet. Yeah. But, uh, anyway. So, be looking forward to your show, and then, of course, the countdown tomorrow night, and you won't have to run George tomorrow. No, I guess not. Uh, yeah. Since you got automation back. Back and going, yeah. So you what? wouldn't have to do that. What did you say that was called? Good help? Um, blindhelp.net. Oh, blind help. Okay. No, blind. B-L-I-N. Blind help. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and they got a lot of stuff up on that website. Yeah, yeah think of everything blind or blindfully. Yeah. Yeah. Living. Uh, so... Think of that. All right. Thank yep. you, Tim and um, Jeff. It's your turn. Oh, thank you, Bill. Everything is good here in a beautiful colony, New York, which is the suburb of Albany in Albany County, which is where I live. And everything is nice here. I can tell that the grounds crew is already working because uh, the lawnmowers are going these days. And uh, it's a nice day today. We're going to have temperatures in the upper 70s. It's going to go to from 76 to 78, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. So. It's going to be pretty good. Then we're going to be in the 80s, like uh, I think Altoona, Pennsylvania, is going to have the same kind of forecast on Thursday and Friday. And then by Saturday, we're going to be in the 70s, and next week it's going to be more reasonable. But I'd, I'd rather see it in the 80s and 90s. I like the warm weather. Tim, if you have the problem with your air conditioning, maybe we can just take a, uh, a buckets of, uh, of ice and pour them over you if you get too, too warm. You know, that's, that's the only thing we can do, I guess. Well, we still have mounds of snow in the backyard, even though it's been in the 80s yesterday. Uh, <laughs> they'll probably be gone by today. Wait a second, dude. Can't you put like a the, uh, bucket of ice near the fan, and it would blow the it would the air would blow over the ice, and it would cool you off a little bit? Maybe you can do that if you have to. Uh, people used to do that all the time. They had fans that had special ice holders that, and it, it worked. Although it made it kind of humid. Oh, yeah. yeah, and in the old days, I understand in the tall buildings in New York City, what they would do is they would cool off the building for people. They would put ice on the roof um, so that it would keep the roof cool, and that and that would keep the, the part of the building cool. I don't know how well that worked at the time when there was no air conditioning, but that's what they used to do, from what I understand. So, interesting to see how we progressed. Yeah, and we used to get by without air conditioning, and now, well, we don't like it so much. We'd have trouble, and we take for granted that weather here in Florida because there's not been a day usually we can't go out. 
So, Jeff, do we have any hands raised? Not yet, but if you, I know that the minute you say, put your hands up there, you're going to see some people doing that. So, <laughs> what did I say? Yeah. So, we have, uh, so I knew that they would be the first two people to do this. So, we have Joe Sorensen and Gail Gruber-Bankston. So, Joe, can you unmute yourself, please? Yes, good morning here. Coffee Club Worldwide Legend. It's 54 degrees, cloudy skies up to 82, down to 52 tonight. Now, on Monday, something interesting, this late age device, I thought, I'm, I'm going to see what's on WCCO. Okay, I went over to WCCO. It was blocked because the yeah, twins, because the, the twins game going on. So I thought, and then I went to KGLO in Mason City, Iowa, and wouldn't you know, there was a twins game that was blocked out on, from WCCO. <laughs> So you were blocked out all around because of Twins games. Yeah, I was. I I I was blocked from WCCO. But when I went to KGLO in Mason City, Iowa, there was the Twins game. And they, you weren't blocked from it. Could you listen yeah. to the Twins on that station? No, I I I I I could hear the Twins game on. KGLO in Mason City, Iowa. See, that's the the because that 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 is one of the stations that that carries the Twins games because oh. from their from their network, which we know WCCO the the flagship key station, but uh, apparently it would it, it must have been a home game on 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 Monday. But the fact is that. Uh, WCCO blocking it because of that, but, but but I could still pick up the same game from PGLO in Mason City, Iowa. That is uh, that is unusual. <laughs> well, what happens is, unfortunately, some radio board operators don't pay any attention to that blackout rule, and they don't make the provisions on their end to block the game. They just go ahead and stream it anyway. Oh, oh, wow. That's, that's Isn't that right, Just feel Jeff? fortunate that you could listen to the game, Joe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, absolutely. I, I found that so amusing here. <laughs> anyway, good morning, everybody. Uh, just not really a whole lot happening here today. But actually don't have anywhere to go today, which is nice. Some days are, are just... When you don't have anywhere to go, it's actually nice. So run, 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 run. It's kind of, and you know, working. And I'm loving the the weather. It's great. They opened up the uh, pool yesterday too, so that's nice for those that like like to go swimming and hang out. You know, at the in the uh, courtyard. So that's cool. And that's cool. So you're back on you track. Do. Yeah. Yeah. You're but. back on track. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, after about three years, it finally opened. It's like, wow. Well, Wait that's good. That's good. Well, what they did was they, uh, not only, part of that was, you know, COVID-related, but, but the rest of that was they redid it. It gave the whole courtyard a complete makeover, which is, which is what it needed anyway. So, but it just took what seemed like forever to do it. <laughs> Oh, Sounds man. good, Ellen. Yeah, that's what's going that's, on from here. That's the 3030 from here. Yes. 
There you go, Joe. All right, Jeff, who's next? Gail, can you unmute yourself, please? Hello there. The bad penny has returned. Hmm. Last week I had a doctor appointment, <laughs> so that's why I wasn't here last week. <laughs> but like I said, the bad penny has returned, and I'm hmm. here in one piece. It was so nice not to have to wear a mask going to the doctor last Wednesday. It was really, really nice. We got in there and got out of there pretty quickly. Did, you get, did you get a perfect bill of health, Gail, or what? Pretty much, yeah, except this this uh, physician's assistant. I ask her questions stuff, but it's easier for me to talk to Wendy later, and she can give me the same information in plain English, <laughs> if you know what I mean by that. You know, and otherwise, it's really nice to see the sunshine here and be able to eventually... It'll be nice to be able to eventually open up the windows and let some nice, beautiful, fresh air in here and hear the birds and the car car alarms, believe it or not, <laughs> and the dogs and everything else. It'll be so nice. And um, it, like I said, it's good to be back <laughs> after a week. And I'm, I really do enjoy you guys. You, you guys have been just absolutely wonderful. Thanks a lot. And otherwise, nothing else much here except for that. Well, thank you. Is your brother back from Florida yet, Gail, or is he still in town? I think, I think he's coming back. I think he's either back by now or will be shortly. And um, But what he has to come back to, they've ripped out the, the doing construction around where he lives. So it's going to be rather interesting for him getting in and out of there. <laughs> Wendy told me that a couple of days ago, yesterday, day before, something like that. So the two seasons in Minnesota, winter and construction. <laughs> there you go. Well, well, that's a lot of Midwest states, I think. Yeah, you may be right. But anyway, that's about all. But like I said, it's good to be back after missing a week. We're glad to have you back. All right, uh, who's next, Jeff? Okay, uh, Gail was gone. She's, she's that. So we got Bill in Minnesota, and then we'll have Beth after Bill. Bill in Chicago? You, I mean, in Chicago. Yeah, he might not yeah, like I mean, that. I put him in the wrong state. Sorry, Bill. Yeah, he put me in Minnesota. I've been in Minnesota before. But uh, now it's about uh, 62 degrees here, I think, right now. We're supposed to get into the low 80s. And sunshine, the same tomorrow. And everything. Seems to be going okay, except I got a couple, I guess you can say, advanced news items. People, I don't know if it will change or not, but they were discussing yesterday on the radio with a, with a travel agent that if you're planning on traveling this summer, if you can, use carry-on or see if your hotel where you're going to stay will accept package and ship your luggage ahead of time by UPS or something here in the United States because the airports are having trouble and they're right now some of the, some flights you come in you may wait as much as two three hours to get your luggage so if you don't want to spend that time frustrated they said use carry-ons or try to ship your uh, stuff ahead of time your clothes ahead of time that way you I don't avoid that area. I don't like checking bags if I can help it as well, but sometimes you have no choice, Bill. Well, I know, I know sometimes, but they're saying they're, 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 they're staff shortage. 
and there are some places there, especially like here in Chicago, there you may wait up to two hours to get your luggage. And then, of course, construction. I know the ACB is having their convention. I-94 is tied up if you're coming in by car from the south. That's under construction for the next two years. And there's a lot of the construction. And then I know, I know they got a trip planned in the Museum of Science and Industry. There's construction around that. You have to go way out around to get, you almost have to travel five miles out of your way to get back to the Museum of Science and Industry. And, there's, and then also, if you're coming to Chicago between June 2nd and the middle of July, it's going to be a mess because, you know, July, was it first and second or second thirds in NASCAR race? Well, starting June 2nd, they're going to start shutting down streets and putting up stuff for the for the NASCAR race. It's going to be running then. It's going to be a mess. I mean, it's, it's got, I got a doctor's appointment June 28th down at Northwestern, and my daughter and I was looking at the street thing yesterday. We may have to travel almost up to the north side and come back on the north side to get to northwestern from where I am because all the streets are going to be blocked or so much traffic, but we'll have to see what happens. How far is Schaumburg, Illinois, from Chicago, Bill? Uh, about 30 miles. Okay. Yeah, it's about 30 miles. But if you're, if you're driving up, say, from the south and you're going to go to Schaumburg, you might want to look at a different map because 94 is really a mess right now. This morning, this morning from... O'Hare Field to downtown was two hours and fifteen minutes, and that was eight o'clock this or just about eight o'clock this morning. And going the other way was over an hour. So you can see what it's going to be like if you're driving in to go to Schaumburg during the convention. So, so in other words, that's about the only only I to give bad news, but I thought I'd let people know ahead of time so they can kind of look at your maps or plan what you're doing or what it is. So. Well, most people that come in there fly, you know, from the ACB, and they wouldn't. They're at the mercy of public transportation. You know, right, right. And because so, if you come in the midway, it's going to be a mess getting up there. And if you're coming from, if you go into O'Hare Field, yeah, you're only maybe twenty minutes from hotel. But if you come in the midway, you got to travel clear across town and up all the way. So that's yeah. going to be that's going to be the challenge coming in the midway. Or if you're driving. So what we'll do is we'll all go to the convention and stay at your house. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm about 40 miles away. <laughs> oh. I'm, a, I'm way on the south side, so I'm about oh, probably 40, maybe 50 miles from there, right? So I'm, I'm a good way either way. We shall see. <laughs> but, right, but it's not going to be the most convenient hotel, though, I can tell you that, because there's, there's no place around there to eat except in the hotel unless you want to spend Uber, Lyft, delivery, or Uber, Lyft to get to a restaurant, or if you can get a cab to go to the restaurant. Because most Honey. restaurants are at least two miles away. Didn't even know you could still get cabs, hardly. Well, I don't know if you can. I haven't looked for a cab in a long time, but I'm just saying that it's, if so what, is, what, what, what you're saying is that, like, for example, if I get out of the hotel, there's nothing within walking distance to go to get something to no, eat? No, 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 nothing, nothing within walking distance to eat, unless you want to walk a mile or two. Well, well, why, I, they would get, why would they use a hotel like that? Place? Because they got the right rates, that's why. Yeah, they got the right rates. They got it for $98 a night, that's why. Right. All the other hotels probably wouldn't do that, because I remember back in the, was the 90s when they were in... Um, Chicago at the Palmer House. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the rates were then, but that was convenient because then you could walk out the door of the hotel and you had like 
I don't know, 30 restaurants within a half a block. <laughs> so we, it, it was really convenient for that stuff back then, right? Well, you said you could walk a mile. The, the, the only time I'm going to walk a mile is for a camel. No, never mind. That was <laughs> yeah, right. But, and then the other thing is, like, on the old Palmer House, when they did at the Palmer House, they weren't that far from Berghoff. You know, a great restaurant. Yeah, that is. And also, another thing, Chicago has now been ordered by the by the court, the federal government, to see how quick. They've done a few of them already, and they're working on it. They have to put speaker systems at every stoplight intersection in the city but to let you know when it's time to walk. They, 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 they put it off, and I think it was last Thursday, the court said, it's an order, you have to do it. I know they, they demonstrated one at Jackson and State. I know they got one there already because they demonstrated on the news, but they have to put them on every every traffic light in the city. And another thing they're doing, which I don't quite understand why they did this or how they're going to work. I'm going to wait till they get in and see what it looks like. Uh, two bus routes are going to try this. They have to put the bus stop sign in Braille. Now, to me, I can see that if you're not sure, but if you live in the city, you know where the bus, if you live in an area, you know where the bus stop. But what I want to know, are they going to put the times like they do in print on the sign? In other words, they'll say the next bus is due at do approximately, you know, the, the tunnel traffic will say, do at 9:10 at your stop. Are they going to put that on the sign? They also? wouldn't be That's able to. They wouldn't be able to because it would change depending on what hour of the day you were there. Well, yeah, but they, well, they, they put the hours on it. For example, the, the Cotty Grow bus, I know. Yeah, but uh, it'd be a huge sign, Bill. Well, that's if what I mean. It'd be a huge sign. I'm just curious. I know. I'm just curious what they're going to do because, you know. Well, <laughs> but, you know, if they're going to just put a sign out there that says, if they're going to put a sign there on the post that says bus stop, well, if you, unless you're strange in the city, you wouldn't know. But if you live in the city and, like, where I live, well, I know where every bus stop is with, like, probably five miles of my house. But you caught the bus enough time, you know where the streets are. So to me, it, it's so. It, I guess that they are ordered to do it. But I mean, it just it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me because who's going to walk down the street and every corner going to look look for a sign and say, "Oh, that's not a bus stop here." Well, let me go to the next corner. Oh, that's not. You'd probably wind up asking somebody where the bus stop is instead of stopping at every corner and looking for a sign on some post somewhere that says bus stop. But that's what they got to do. What they got to do. All right. Thank you, Bill. Who's thank next, you, Bill. Jeff? Okay. Next, we have Beth Moline out in Minnesota. Can you unmute yourself? And it sounds like you are. Go ahead, I Beth. Just did. Yeah. Yep. Good morning, yeah. everyone. Well, I've been the last few days. It's not been a, a very, I mean, it's been uneventful around here. We did have our happy hour last Friday afternoon. There was someone who came with several instruments because we have music now every, practically every Friday at the happy hour. And this fellow had hammer, dulcimer, and a violin, and a banjo. I think he had a guitar, too, but I can't recall for sure now, but... I'm going to find out who he is because I know his first name is Paul, but he was good. He's really good with every instrument he has. I guess he even had a juice harp, and I didn't get to hear that because I got up there a little bit late. Well, maybe he'll bring it back again. I'm so fascinated by those. (laughs) But um, a week from today... I think 9.30 in the morning, we're going to have our universal yums, and I'll find out where we're going to go for that. That'll be fun. 
and I hear that it's supposed to be 79 degrees here today. I can handle that. And right now it's about 55 because I just checked a little bit ago. So it makes me feel good when I can find that stuff out before calling in. And by the way, sorry, I didn't get on the book talk yesterday. I was doing a couple of other things and I wanted to get down to supper right away. But next week, hopefully I can do it. And you have something extra good for supper yesterday? Um, We had lemon pepper chicken, which I really like. And then we had some uh, caramelized carrots. I think that's what they said it was. There was also some potatoes, and, and, and they were really good. And, and I just, I loved that whole meal. That was really, I, and I always like lemon pepper chicken. But when I used to make it, I would actually bake it in the oven, and then I would put, I would, I'd cook up some instant brown rice, and then put a little butter on that and then cut up the chicken into little pieces and put it in that. And I also made some California blend vegetables. And they, oh, my goodness. And put that in there with it. And it was just a wonderful, wonderful dish. Beth, as long as it doesn't have peas, I'll be happy to try it. <laughs> oh, no, no. I don't put peas in it. But I do know someone who puts peas in everything that they, they make. And, I mean, and I said, I'm glad you don't put it in with your desserts. <laughs> But they even put them in with beef stroganoff, and I said, I don't know, that's going a little far. That, that certainly is. Let me tell you, that that really is. And I remember that uh, there was, uh, when I went to school for the blind back in nursery school, there was a cook, but they made macaroni and cheese, and they insisted on putting peas in it. I couldn't stand it. I would, I just wouldn't eat it. I'm sorry. Like, oh, you and that, and then me, when I was at our school for the blind in the 10th grade, they were putting coconut in every dessert, and I'm like, Oh, please. Do we have to have coconut and everything? And I was just, there was one weekend where I was really sick with the flu and cold. And I was gagging on the coconut that was in this pudding that we had. And I'm thinking, does there have to be coconut in every single dessert we have? See, Uh, I I like coconut. I I remember when my dad bought coconut and we cut it open and we drilled the hole. And and I like to drink the coconut milk, and that's quite good. But uh, I would like that. I would certainly like that. And I like coconut on the snowball cakes. Oh, yes, I do, too. The marshmallow and coconut, yes, I love those, too. Oh, Jeff, that's wonderful. See, all, I, all, the, all the things I shouldn't be eating, but go ahead, go ahead, Beth. You I'm do. Sorry. Now, I've got a question that someone had asked me last evening. This person is thinking about getting the Blind Shell Classic 2 phone, and she's wondering, can that be paired with a keyboard? You know, I don't have one, so I can't answer the question. The answer uh, to that question is probably yes. Um, Probably yes, and I hate to say it unqualified, but I believe so. I believe I've heard that. But you might want to contact Blind Shell to get a definitive answer. But I believe it can be. Oh, that would be good because I know this person has a lot of, I mean, she's got a a couple of things. She's got a Victor Stream, but some of those, for some reason, her Victor Stream's going out. The the USB port on it is kind of going out, and I'm not real sure. Those things need to be made more durable. Unfortunately, the blind shell does have keys. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I'm not sure how much a keyboard would would help there unless she wanted to didn't want to dictate text um i'm not sure how much a keyboard would would help her 
on the blind shell. Well, but I think she prefers the keyboard. A lot of things. Well, what's yeah. it, Jennifer? Go ahead, say it again. You can talk to it to do a lot of things. She likes to do the keyboard better than instead of talking on the thing. But I know if I ever get one, I'm hopefully going to be able to do it either way because I know that I would. I'm really interested in the blind shell. And, and I just, I'd like to get that. I know they get pretty spendy. I wish they weren't, but all of these assistive technology really is. Well, here's the other thing is, it's great to have these keyboards, but if something goes wrong and that USB unpairs, so you probably need to have a good understanding of how to pair it from the start so you could hook it up yourself because oftentimes usb will come unbound or untethered and it doesn't work so um you know i'm i'm not saying it won't or bluetooth but i would definitely call blind shell i'm going to do that i just have to get a phone number and the final answer and let them give you the final answer and if you listen a little bit, then I can probably get you a phone number. Oh, good. Well, I appreciate that. that. You can call. But I don't want to give misinformation, but I believe I've read, heard, <coughs> excuse me, that that can be done. Well, that's great. I appreciate that because that way I'll know what to tell my friend when she calls, when she and I talk a little bit later. But I'm going to double check that in see also to get you a phone number to call oh i appreciate that bill all right well well we'll give that a try so stand by in a little bit here and you'll have it oh, thank, thank you. you thank you beth and by the way if you if you could find them and they still make them you can get those scooter pies those are quite good as well so oh i still love and those you also that. might want to call blind bargains too they usually have some pretty good help they might because they sell it and that's the name I can think of right away. Yeah. Is blind. I, I just, I'll get a phone number. I mean, I need to get a phone number from for them, too. Yeah. So we'll see what we can come up with here real quick. Sure. Because I think I remember com. I mean, I remember that. Yeah. If I've got that website correct. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what we can just find. Just a second, and I'll find a number for you. We're getting, Jenny's getting you a phone number, so. Okay, do you mind see. if I put it on my computer right away? No, because at least no. that way I can. No, yeah. no, you, that's what, that's why she's going to get you the phone number. Uh, all right, thank you, Beth. Okay. Okay, next on our list is Don in uh, North Hollywood, California, I guess it is. Can you unmute yourself, Don? Uh, yeah, I think we're unmuted here. You are. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, so I'm working on my first cup of the coffee there. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I'm behind you one or two, but uh, that's, uh, that's okay. Uh, okay. Uh, we had uh, quite an interesting week here in California. But, uh, we finally got access uh, for Sandy, or access card uh, uh, finally arrived here the other day. So. Yep, I got it. She's uh, She's good to go. She had one before you know the roof fell in on her and all of that so now she's uh, she's back with uh, the access uh, so that's good to go and then yesterday we uh, uh, we uh, made a trip to the doctor there she needed to, to have some blood work done and uh, she had you had another uh, had an x-ray for what uh, colon x- x-ray or colon yeah like colon. <laughs> 
and we had some other stuff. Uh, anyway, it was quite an adventure, I'll tell you. <laughs> so, <laughs> we got there and got back and uh, in fine shape, so everything's good to go that way. Uh, uh, Sandy wanted me to mention about uh, David Christer. Anyway, she, she hopes it doesn't affect her their Monday show any, but the you know, it Monday. if it does, it does, of course. So. Uh, it won't because they meet on only on Wednesday. Oh, good. So you're going to have the. Oh, good. Okay. That's good. Yeah, and uh, also we missed the uh, the book club yesterday. Yeah. And I, I've not been able to find the podcasts anywhere. I don't know what I, what if anything I'm doing wrong, but I find everything but what <laughs> uh, the podcast for the book club. Yeah, you know. If anybody has any ideas. Uh, what we have found best to do is you type in book talk, book talk, book, space, talk, and then space Jenny Sparks. And that will usually pull up the book talk that you need. Yeah, well, I, I do that. Uh, apparently there's some other Jenny Sparkses out there. There's a uh, boy I never knew that there were that many in this country. Well, but, you know, uh, unfortunately... We'll we, try that, and yeah. we'll keep plugging away. You know, Don, we so, can't uh, make every right in the world wrong, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> you know, unfortunately, we just can't. Um, and, you know, and that's all we can do. So, But we'll work on that and make sure that that everything's being done so that you'll be able to get that easily. Okay. Yeah. I, a, I mean, I I like a, I said, I had a little black kitty. Yeah. It's smoky. Yeah, she wants to tell you a cat story here. Okay. He, got, he was outside. He got picked up by an owl. Ooh. And our neighbor saw our neighbor saw the owl pick him up. Yeah, he was driving down the street. He just happened to come home. Right then, and he saw him, and he flashed his headlights to the owl's face, and the owl dropped Smokey and took off. But he was one scared kitty. Oh, I didn't yeah. know an owl could pick up a cat. Poor little boy. He's very lucky, Kitty, yeah. too, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we got some uh, pretty good cat stories for you. Maybe yeah, we got uh, some good kitty stories. Saturday, when the things yeah. are a little slackier, we can <laughs> regale you with I'm some of I'm always up for a good cat, cat story. So, anyway, well, we'll let you go here, and I uh, hope you enjoyed that story. The cat turned out okay. He uh, Yeah, he was okay. He was scared. He didn't go roving around, roving around for a night or two, anyway. <laughs> Yeah. I didn't know an anyway. owl could pick up a cat, but hey, must have been a well, little cat. Yeah. Yeah. Poor little guy, he was so scared. Yeah. Well, I'm going to yeah, go work on Yeah, we had uh, cats on the farm, and I know we lost a lot of them to owls. I know that. Were they big cats, Don, or little cats? Uh, some of them were, well, little cats. They weren't very big. Owls are pretty powerful <laughs> birds. They, uh, they're not, to, you know, not, they're not to, to be messed with, uh, Don. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, we're going to go test that 
test that coffee club. We're going to go test the podcast. So, Jenny, have you got an update on the number yet? I do have the number for AT guys, and I'm sure that they would be more than happy to help answer your questions for the blind shell. It's um, two, 269-216-4798. That's two six nine two one six four seven nine eight, and that's for AT guys, and that will be in the show notes too. And they'll help. You. I also have a number for Blind Shell if you want it. Okay. It's four two zero nine one zero one two seven one. All right. Repeat that one more time, please. Four two zero. Nine one zero, one two seven one. Thank you so much, Chris. Thanks, Chris. So now I think we've got everybody covered on that. We're on the podcast to make sure, but everybody's been able. And uh, Perry just demonstrated it yesterday, so I know that one method works. But we'll talk to our podcaster people. And so far, we're caught up, Bill, so uh, there are no hands raised at this point. No hands raised at this point? No. All right. That's correct. So I'm going to ask you guys a couple questions. Do you do your taxes online? Do you use a preparer? Do you do it by phone? Do you have your taxes done by a friend? And we'll start with the panel. Jeff, how do you get your taxes done? I hire an accountant to do my taxes. I know I probably could. Mine's a very simple return, but I figure if he makes a mistake, then we then he can figure it out. So I do it. I have it done with my accountant. Cost me a hundred dollars a year. I'm not complaining at all. Jennifer, how do you do your taxes? I'm weak. He's an accountant. After working for the IRS, even if I could do it, I'd be afraid to do it. And the and I've used the same accountant for a long time, and they stand by their, their work so that if you uh, ever were audited or anything, they would help you in the auditing process and all that stuff. And, and I've had them go to bat for me before when uh, the state said I didn't file a return that I filed, and they backed me up. And so I've, I've used them for since I had to, ever since I had to file a tax return. I remember them standing behind me, too, all the way behind me. Um, Yeah, (laughs) they're pretty good, though, but they did stand behind me, way behind me. And unfortunately, uh, let's see, Chris, how do you guys do your taxes? We do ours. We hire a tax preparer for the same reason everybody else here so far has done, because I want somebody to help me if the IRS complains about something. Yeah. And so that's what you guys do every year. What about I probably, you? I mean, you could I probably guess, do you it. Know, with certain websites I could probably do them but I want no part of that you know I know other people who are totally blind who do their own taxes uh, and they either use tax act or they use uh, TurboTax or one of the I'm not sure with all the programs 
And I guess they, they have become quite accessible. I just don't want to make a mistake and have the same perhaps. I kind of feel the way you do, Chris. I want to make sure that it's, it's done right the first time. And uh, so uh, that, that, that's why I use the guy that I use. And I've been using him for years. What about you, Tim? Do you believe in doing your own taxes or letting a preparer do it? Uh, we have a preparer that actually we've, well, it isn't the same one because the one that we had retired, but um, it's the same people that are involved um, that we've been using since Laura did daycare, which was, what, 25 years ago or so. Right. So uh, it's we've been using them for Oh, I think I think it's thirty seven year thirty seven years now. Hey Tim, is that why all the refunds are coming to me instead of you? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just kidding you, Tim. I believe that's probably true. I so wish I, ex- I expect you to send it back. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> what is that? What happens when I try to send it back? Uh, does that Elvis Presley song "Return to Sender" on that dress unknown? That address unknown. That's that's my problem. So. Yeah. So, yeah, and yeah, I remember this tax preparers. They're pretty good, but when I ran into a problem one year, and it was nothing. Well, we fixed it, though, and that was our fault, I think. I mean, it was an oversight when something didn't get calculated that either we didn't have all the 1099s or something. No, 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 it was the time that... We, I got charged with having an employee, and I didn't have one. Well, that didn't have anything to do with them, because we didn't use them for those taxes. So, that was that paychecks people. Yeah. Well, that was a completely different thing. But, I you know. The same preparers. Of course, so. this year the taxes are supposed to be due April fifteenth, but April fifteenth, I believe, is on a Saturday. Saturday. So, so I think I think they're due April seventeenth or eighteenth, and I eighteenth. It's the eighteenth. Yeah, because there's a holiday, I think, someplace. Now, has everybody gotten theirs in? My, I already no. had my refund. I did mine in February. I did mine when, 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 I, when the minute I got my W, my ten ninety nine. I brought it to my accountant, and it's been done. Ours is done. So was ours. ours that that was Bill. Done. Did you hear that 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 ring and Bill's clock there? Yeah. That was his tax return. It's done. It's done. Yeah, it's done now. <laughs> I was surprised how quick we got our refund back. It, um, it, it took me about a week to get it back. That was about it. It wasn't that long. Yeah, ours was even less than that. I think it was about three days. Now, if folks, and I believe I'm correct, let's say you're just on Social Security and that's the only income you've got, then you probably don't need to file a that, tax that's return. That's correct. Right, well, if that's the only income you've got coming in. Or you don't get a federal or state pension or something like that then you don't have to file one. So you could fly under the radar. That's true. You know, back in the old days, um, I'm, I'm, saying, I'm saying the 20s or the 30s or whatever, you know, taxes were always due in April. But at one time, did you know, if you listen to old-time radio shows and stuff, that the original date for tax filing was March, not April? No, I don't remember that so much. I don't either, but, but, I, but I've heard radio shows where they talk about it, so... Um, so that that's that's the way but it is. I think it is accessible for blind people if they want to do it. You well, know, as long as I, you had access to the information, you could probably do it. But 
I know that it used to be in Arkansas. It's not that way anymore, but the federal taxes were due April 15th, and the state ones were not due till May 15th. That's unusual, Chris, because you don't oh, see that, at least here in New York State. They've always been done at the same no. time. They're together now. So, you know, you, you just never know. But I was thinking here, here we've got Chris who can cook a gazillion <laughs> set meal, you know, 14-course dinner and make it all look good and and cook all these elaborate things and by choice and not not because she's not capable will let you know a tax prepare I mean I'm trying to and give you a compliment Dave know. actually is probably better at a lot of the websites than I am but we still choose to have it done and when you were living in Arkansas and you had your own home you probably chose someone to help you with the taxes then too yes. as well I've been using the same, not the same person, but the same preparer since 1983. Yeah. And there we go. And I see we've got a few hands raised. Yeah, we do. So let's start with, I believe it's 225. So I know that's got to be Pierre. Uh, Can you unmute yourself? And then after that will be Jerry and then Bill. Good morning. Uh, But... um, uh, What's going on? I mean, uh, Tim says it's going to be mid-80s in Minnesota, and today in Louisiana we're going to be mid-60s. That, that, that is strange. Don't worry climate. about it, Pierre. The weather's all backwards down there, that's all. It's called climate change, Pierre. Well, It's been crazy. This has been one crazy winter, I tell you. Well, Pierre, um, here it's supposed to be, like I said, mid-80s today, tomorrow, and upper 70s on Friday, but the high for Saturday is 42. Oh, and now you can keep that. <laughs> yeah, no wonder the snow's not going to melt out of your backyard, Tim. You can keep that, right? Right, Pierre. What, what else is going on with you, Mr. 225? Oh, not too much. Uh, you were talking about an owl. You'd be surprised what an owl can pick up and fly away with. So Full-grown chickens and rabbits. What about your cat? You know, could Bella be picked well, now up? That, now, no, that album, that uh, owl would crash land if it tried to hunt and <laughs> pick up Bella. <laughs> I don't know how much that cat weighs, but she's getting bigger every day, probably 16, 17 pounds now. So it wouldn't work with Bella? No, no. That is the best Bella story. Bella whip up on that owl good. Yeah. But, um, but I guess not. <laughs> the couldn't get nugs in bed, huh? <laughs> I wonder if I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I better get a but, pet owl. Go call up uh, Don and Sandy and say, send me an owl, please. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I got a good report yesterday. I, uh, my uh, my A1C had gone all the way up to 6.9, and and my doctor told me if I didn't get it down, that she was gonna put me on metformin, and I definitely don't want to take that stuff. And call uh, it something so, else, yeah. Go ahead. So uh, she she told me to try to diet a little bit and uh, 
come back and you know get it redone and I had it done yesterday it was down to 6.5 so whew, no med farming what did you do to change it did your eating habits up here to, to, to get it to go down did you, did you do anything special <laughs> yeah I just cut back a little bit on my carbs not that much you know you know that's all I did Mine's worked out that way, too, Pierre. I've got mine down because, well, we'll find out more next week, but mine's been so much lower. The, I've been averaging in the 80s and 90s on my wow. blood sugar every day now. In fact, I had one day at 54, but I've also been less than 120 all day. You know, I just didn't go over and I've just cut out a few things, and, and yeah, that's all you have to do. And uh, and then I, I started adding a little extra exercise, you know. And uh, I'm now down uh, to oh, here's paid off. you know, here's a story, Pierre. Jenny's thinking about for us to go on this plan. It's called the Nutrisystem plan, where you eat those meals, you know, they send you. Right. So. Anyway, I'm just browsing along, and I agree to go on the plan. I'd like to lose a little bit more weight, though I topped in at 166 this morning, and that's been the lowest I've been in a long time. But anyway, so here comes a report, and I read it in three different places yesterday, where seniors who lost a significant amount of weight, like 20, 30 pounds or 40, are 33% more likely to die. But what you didn't read is that that is not people that do it on purpose. They're talking about people that drop a bunch of weight for some unknown reason, like because they got sick. The only thing is you have to be careful with that Nutrisystem. Uh, is it diabetic friendly? And, uh, yeah. and, and, and number two, um, it, um, it's loaded with salt. And, and, if you, and if you're watching your blood pressure and all that, a lot of people can't, can't use Nutrisystem. They have more frozen foods now, so I think they've tried to be a little more aware of that. And they do have a diabetic plan. People that are and what do you do? Well, you can try. I guess you could try it, but I suppose the number one problem with weight, maybe this is just me who doesn't know much about it, though I used to be over 200 pounds, and I've let it kind of happen naturally to lose the weight, and that is um, portion control. Is that the big thing? Right, exactly. We, I, Teresa measures everything. If it's uh, if we're having rice or noodles, it's a half a cup. That's it. That's know? it. Um, and you, if you just watch what you eat, you get it down. So, are you on medication for your diabetes right now, Pierre? Or are you just controlling it by eating by eating the proper foods? I, I, I'm just controlling it by what I eat. I was on metformin uh, years ago, and then uh, I lost like 50 pounds and uh she uh she took me off of all my medicine and it's been under control ever since so if the real problem with off. food is it just tastes so good i know that's, that's, a, that's a problem well, and, and everybody has a different metabolism some people if you cut back on food their metabolism goes okay i'll just slow down if you're not going to give me as much if you're going to starve me i'll keep myself from starving and yeah and 
Chris, do you think uh, portion control is a hard thing to do? Hard for me. Well, <laughs> it's not hard once you if you set your mind to it, but you know you've kind of got to be mentally um, ready. Ready. Well, I know that metformin has some side effects since my uh, ex-wife was on it, and it tears up your stomach, and it, it, it just it's just not a good thing if you can stay off it. If that's, now, that's the only thing I can say. Pierre, are you still a skinny boy? Well, I'm uh, I'm down to uh, like 144. Well, and I, uh, at one time, one time I was 187. Now, how tall? So you are a skinny boy now. Yep. Yeah. Eat the size of a deck of cards and said, this is your portion. Unacceptable, Jennifer. Unacceptable. <laughs> well, that's how much yeah. you go by what they say of a deck, about the size of a deck of cards. Just letting you know, that would, that would be just unacceptable. That, that, I would, You're right, Jeff. <laughs> forget yeah. that, Jennifer. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're just right, Jeff. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. I mean, what they consider the portions you're supposed to have, most people would... But like on my diet, uh, on on my diet, I eat a you know fairly good amount of meat, but I eat a lot of broccoli, cauliflower, spinach, all uh, kale, all of that, and then maybe just a half a cup of the the, the noodles or the rice. And I know we got some raised hands. We acknowledge it. We'll be right there. And so you do that. What about your snacks or treats or things like that? Well, like at about 3 o'clock in the afternoon, I'll get me a big, huge handful of salted peanuts or, um, you know, uh, and then we kind of keep those little small candy bars, you know, just one or two bites and I, I get one of those on Sunday night and just stuff like that. Little just, treats. Don't do just, what I did and got a big bag of Milky Ways, and I don't like those things. <laughs> yeah. And everything. Uh, uh, Sunday Sunday at my sister's, my sister, they handed me a uh, a brownie, a ooey-gooey brownie, and it was, oh, I'd say six inches by six inches, huge. And, oh, that thing tasted so good, but I ate half of it and gave the rest to Teresa. But I wanted to eat the whole thing. <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you We Thank get you, it, Pierre. Pierre. We really get it, Pierre. I get it. Um, oh, I know what you mean, buddy. But keep up the good work. All right. Talk to you all later. All right. All right. All right, Jerry. Jerry, you're up next, and then we're going to take, take Edward Schwilk after Jerry. Go ahead, Jerry. Okay, uh, two things. Very interesting what, what you guys are saying about diet and stuff. I know like at Crystal Waters, they watch Judy's diet very carefully. Like if her sugars are above, uh, let's say, 180 or so, they don't let her have cake or anything like that. They, uh, uh, you know, they, they watch, especially if the cake is uh, really iced. <laughs> And uh, the second thing is, I don't know if you guys are aware of it, but TuneIn seems to be down. Uh, there seems to be a problem with, since yesterday afternoon, uh, uh, like on, on the Google device, I can't get any of my any radio stations at all. Um, you know, I can pull up things on YouTube and stuff like that, uh, but I'm... Uh, 
when I ask for the legend there, I'll say play legend oldies radio on TuneIn. It's saying that's not available on TuneIn. You may and, need uh, to reset your device yeah, because you I was un- using it on TuneIn yesterday and yeah, it worked. Yeah, try unplugging a Google and plug it back in. And and, and already. And, Ari did that. Ari did uh, that. Jerry, Ari. I will investigate and, uh, my, it. Am I, am I allowed to call you, Jerry, and let you know what I find out? Yeah, and I'll be here all day. I'll be here to like 7 o'clock tonight. I'll be going to church uh, well, uh, and stuff like that. Because uh, my friend Ben, he did the same thing. Uh, he unplugged his and uh, plugged the bag and uh, it's just... I just don't get any radio stations anymore. Uh, I will check on that for you, but we are, I am allowed to call you? Yeah. Okay. You have my number, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's right I, here in the chat there, remember. Yeah, we got your number. Okay. And we'll be checking on that. All right, buddy. It's about, about 64 degrees here, going up to about 82 today. All right. You take care, Jerry. Okay. Thank you, Jerry. I will. Yep. Okay, Edward, can you unmute yourself, please? Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Um, I just, really quick, before I get into what I was going to actually talk about, um, I would take that step that Jerry had one step further. I would unplug your router, unplug your device, wait about one minute, plug your router back in, wait for the Wi-Fi, you know, for it to kick in, and then plug your device back in, and that will clear it up. Hopefully, but, you know, I'm having the same problem with TuneIn. I was trying to work on the legend last night, and I couldn't get to, to come in on Google under any of my devices. So I wonder if Jerry's not on to something. I don't, you know, we never know, though. But you could the, be the, right It may there. be a TuneIn issue, Bill, because I was, listening, I was trying to listen to KABL. That's a nostalgia station that's an internet-only station from San Francisco, and that wasn't coming in, and that normally does come in. So it may be on their end. So, but we'll find out. But go ahead, Edward. Well, um, I was just going to say, because, you know, well, we have the Lady A, and my wife's uh, dot would, you know, uh, not keep, you know, it would, it just quit. It wouldn't do anything. So I unplugged the router. And I unplugged the device, and then I waited, and because it kind of clears everything out, and then I just plugged back the router, plugged the router back in, and then I just plugged her device back in when the, uh, uh, you know, Wi-Fi kicked back on, and then I, you know, plugged her device back in, and it works perfect now, so far. But um, I just wanted to tell you about a new gadget that I bought, and then a quick thing about the die editing. Um, I bought. An Ego EGO lawnmower, which is basically a battery-operated lawnmower. And uh, the reason I bought that was because, you know, both of us rely upon uh, public transportation. And I don't think that, you know, here in Columbus, Ohio, it's mainstream. And I don't think mainstream or Coda buses would appreciate me carting a a five-gallon can of gas. I already got kicked off the bus last week. When I went and bought the mower, I also wanted to buy a garden hoe so I could work up part of the backyard and plant grass seed. And I thought, well, I'll try it. So I went to get on the bus, and the bus driver goes, what do you got there? And I said, a garden hoe. He goes, I can't let you ride the bus with that. That's a weapon. So I had to, they wouldn't let me on, so I had to go back, take the hoe back, 
get my money back, and then they allowed me on the bus. But I was not um, allowed to cart the hoe on the, you know, on the bus. And as far as the dieting goes, now of course, you know, they sometimes they call it the middle age spread. I call it the coronavirus spread because you know when we were all not allowed to go places and stuff. So I started taking. Um, um, and it's all natural apple cider vinegar tablets. They said that, you know, if you take apple cider, that it will suppress your appetite. And they said, but, you know, you don't want to do the actual apple cider vinegar. So I, they said, you know, do apple cider vinegar tablets. So I take one a day and it does suppress your appetite. And between that and exercising and thanks to the Ninja Speedy, because now, I, I didn't mind the other air fryers, but my wife, she didn't like it because she said the food was too dry. So when you air fry with the Ninja Speedy, and if you make like a rice or a pasta, um, it actually not only does it air fry, but it steams the meat, so it puts moisture into the meat. So I actually finally found an air fryer that she likes. So, <laughs> but, you know, and it's, it works. Um you know, as far as suppressing your appetite and stuff. And it is all natural, you know, the apple cider vinegar. And that's like if you take um, a garlic tablet, which, you know, I I did that one year when I went camping. You take a um, uh, garlic tablet and it keeps the mosquitoes from biting you. They don't like it. Does it really work? <laughs> yes, it does. It was funny because, I mean, I was out there and my brothers were getting bit. I mean, everybody that I would camp with, everybody was getting bit. And they said, well, you know, what's so special about you? They don't, you know, they won't, you know, you're not getting any bites. I said, because I take apples or um, garlic tablet one a day. And I thought, you know, I was kind of hesitant at first because I thought, I don't want to walk around smelling like garlic bread all day long. And it does not. It just puts enough into your body to where the mosquitoes can sense it, and they don't like that, so they won't bite you. All right. Thank you, Ed. We do have some callers that, that we want to get to as well. But All thank right. You. Take it easy. Thank, thank you, you, Ed. All right. Let me get Joe Sorensen in, and then we'll get Bill in. Go ahead, Joe. Good morning. Anyway, from here... Uh, Lady A device legend oldies is working great coming in, and I, I can pick up any station that that's out there on this on, on this device. So that's it, interesting how that some whatever but tuning tuning here is tuning in fantastic. You know, and all we could be to parts of the country. I don't know. I just well, I believe that with TuneIn, when you connect to radio stations through them, there are servers all over the country that they because it wouldn't all be on one server. So maybe they're having problems with part of their network too. No, but and it could have been just for last night, early this morning. I don't know, but I was having a lot of problems. Well, of course. He said it works good now. Oh, yeah. Oh, fantastic. Oh, yeah. All right. Thank you, Joe. Sure enough. Thank you. Okay, Bill, now you're next. Go ahead. Uh, come on back in, Bill. Uh, ready. Well, I do my own taxes. My daughter and I do mine. I've never had any problem. But anyways, um, and now because of my retirement, I, did, I got to do an estimated tax, as they say. I get enough money on the side that I need to claim estimated as income anymore. So I got to do estimated taxes every month. So I send Uncle Sam like $120 every month 
help augment my taxes. Anyways, uh, neutral system. I did that oh several years ago. The wife and I did that. It was okay, but the food is not the greatest. I mean, it, it's just the taste is not there. I don't know if you tried it yet or not, but it's just not that tasting. And really, the best way is like Perry said, and everybody else just do portions. And another thing Edward mentioned was apple cider vinegar. Uh, another thing uh, my sister and some others do it to help control their weight is a one one ounce of difficult juice every morning. That will that will suppress your appetite for the day. And I know the garlic tablets work mosquitoes because uh, I did that years ago and I worked on the farm and that we would take garlic tablets to keep mosquitoes away and we'd be working outside. And or that not too much and of course you gotta do exercise. That's the main thing. But and it, and another thing, somebody did mention Nutra system does have a lot of salt. Not know if they change their system now or not, but it had a high salt content in it. The only oh, thing I ever liked look. from Nutrisystem Bill was they had these they had these little lemon cookies that they came out with. Yeah. Uh, I, I had I I knew someone that was on Nutrisystem. I didn't like it. And at one time you could go to a Nutrisystem place. They actually had actually places where you could go to. Now they don't do right. that anymore. Their their offices they don't do that anymore. It's, everything is done through mail order. Um, right, right. They, and, they ship it to you. Right. And it used to be that uh, I don't even know if QVC does it anymore. But QVC used to sell Nutrisystem products. I don't know if they're still doing that. And their spokesman from Nutrisystem was Marie Osmond at one time. But that's what I do remember right. that, Bill. Um, right, my thing right. is, I, I shouldn't say this, but my thing is, if it says low fat, no fat, reduced fat, it just tastes terrible. I don't care what they tell you; it tastes horrible. Oh, I, I agree with you there, Jeff. I agree with you. If anything says low fat or no fat, no, I mean just 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 if you're gonna eat meat, take the fat off of it. If it tastes fat good. On it, don't eat the fat, <laughs> you know, or, or smaller portion uh, stuff like that. But no, I don't. And I eat a lot of vegetables. Uh, you know, like just like Perry said, I eat a lot of broccoli, cabbage, spinach, all that kind of stuff. I oh, I eat, I eat a lot of that stuff. I eat salads every day. Time. Yeah, sometimes I'll have a salad for lunch. I'll make my own salad. You know. Jeff, I wonder, those salads you get, and I wonder, I wasn't this for itself, those salads that come in those bags, I wonder if they don't have a lot of preservatives and stuff on them. I don't no, think they so. Don't they, have they, they don't have any no. preservatives. But what happens, but, but, and, and David Venerville on QVC is right, um, um, I got a container. That I uh, and the minute I get those salads, I don't keep them in the bags. If you get them out of the bags and put them into a special container, now I, I know they were selling them on QVC. I don't buy big bags of salad. I just buy enough for us to have for um, a, yeah, well, a the, meal. The other thing you got to watch. The thing you got to watch for it looks expiration dates because <laughs> if if they're packed, right. this is one. I don't pay much attention to expiration dates except those bag salads. Uh, you got to really watch those because. You know, the, the vegetable itself is raw when it goes in there. And if it says a certain date, you only keep vegetables so long, and then they start to deteriorate. Well, in the bag, they start to really go bad. Because oh, yeah. And, and let me tell you something. I bought salad from Instacart about a month ago, and the guy did not look at the expiration dates. And when I went to feel the salad, and and he had left the apartment, I went to feel the salad, and it was already mushy. And you can tell by the feel of the oh, bag. Yeah, right. And yeah, I said, oh, I, and I said, this can't be eaten. And I was not very uh -huh. happy about that. So uh, you do have to right. be very careful with those salads. Um, and even oh, when you got to be careful with life. <laughs> 
Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true, Jennifer. Even well, like true, but I mean, you got to be careful. You better not step out the door because you might something well, might no, fall no, on no, your but, head. That's right. Even well, when yeah, I go, but, for example, to the Outback Steakhouse, if I want salad, I love, I love their Caesar salad, and they, they always give you when you, when you order an entree, they help. You always have two sides, so I get the Aussie French fries, which is nothing more than fancy French fries with fancy spices on them, and I always get the uh, the salad. The salad. Sometimes I get the French onion soup, but most of the time it's just the salad. And, th- and their Caesar salad is, is just awesome. It really is good, and I really like it very much. Uh, go ahead, Chris, Dave. I know you're going to say something. You can hear that thunder. You can hear that foam. Do you know Yeah, go ahead. Chris? Go ahead, Dave. No, Chris. No, um, we um, actually, I uh, Dave said he bumped something. We weren't oh, actually in the same Okay. Thing. See, now, if you're, Chris, if you were cooking for me every day, I wouldn't have to worry about my diet. I'd, I'd, you'd probably give me peas every day, right? So I wouldn't be eating yeah. anything. Peas That's what or I, lima beans or something. I know. I just kind of figured. All right, Bill, we, thank you. And uh, we do have someone else on, on hold here. So thank you very much, Bill. Okay. All right, Ed, go back up. Let's hear from you again. I, I know that, um, that you're going to have some w- words of wisdom. Go ahead. Unmute yourself, Ed. <laughs> um, just really quick, uh, as far as keeping things fresh in the refrigerator, two things. QVC used to sell, and I don't think they sell it anymore, and I cannot even remember the name of it. But I know people that bought it, and it worked. You set it inside the refrigerator, and it supposedly helps keep your food fresher. Yes, an oh, iron, iron, ironizer. That's a fridge fresh. Yeah. And then the other thing is, is if you have a um, the food saver vacuum sealer, it also, you can either, if it didn't come with, you can buy bowls that you can actually vacuum seal the... You know, put, like, your salads into the bowls, vacuum seal them, and then they'll last longer in the refrigerator, too. And and those bowls can be used over and over again, correct? Yes, yes, they can. You just, um, I got some uh, that came with mine, and you can buy extras, but you just put whatever you want in it, like strawberries or whatever, and it actually vacuum seals the bowl, and you just put it into the refrigerator and it, or your salads or whatever, and it will last longer. So I just thought I would throw that little tidbit in. Hey, Edward, Thank you, I've got and, a and, question for you. Can you yeah. please tell me, explain the advantages of your new lawnmower, and could you do a small yard with it, or what's the deal? Okay, uh, the lawnmower will last um, depending upon the size of batteries. And the reason I picked that brand is because the batteries are inter- interchangeable. So uh, I bought a leaf blower and the lawnmower, and I'm also going to buy a weed whacker. They also have a riding mower. That takes six batteries, and they even have a snow blower. But we don't have enough snow really to warrant me to, you know, to have me buy one of those. But the lawnmower that I have, it will, do, it, it will last about one hour. Unless you turn on the headlights and what you don't really need to do during the day. Or you use the um, self-propelled a lot. Then that takes, you know, drains some of the battery. But uh, it, it will last like about 60 minutes. And I can pretty much do my yard in 60 minutes. And if it does go over and if the battery does go dead, I'll just go get the leaf blower battery and put in there and then I'll finish up. But they are a lot quieter. Um, you know, than your usual gas-propelled mower. Yeah, it is great. a lot. Yeah, it's a lot quieter. But yeah, I, I mean, if you have a yard, now they are a little bit more expensive than your usual. But the nice thing is, is you don't have to winterize them. 
and you know you just take the battery out and take it inside then you know you can't charge them outside you got to take you know like plug your charger like in your kitchen or like me i plug them in the basement now how big a yard do you have ed um the front yard is reasonably you know it's reasonably sized the backyard is a lot bigger but i really don't have much side yard and what does it cost for a lawnmower what's that what does it cost for a lawnmower um it depends they got several models uh the one that i got was actually on sale for 449 and it even comes with the uh, leaf bag, so you can you know mulch your leaves, and they'll go into the bag. Or you can you know like if you your yard is kind of high, then you can you know cut the grass, and it'll go into the the leaf bag, and you just dump it into you know like a trash bag or whatever to be recycled. Is it no. safe for a total to use? Um, if uh, well, I guess if you know like if um. Uh, if you can use a regular lawnmower, I mean, you can adjust the blades, and it's got like a lever on the side, and, you know, it goes from uh, zero to seven, you know, for the height of your yard. I'd, if you got one, I'd recommend leaving it on like two or three. That's average. Um, I mean, everything is uh, accessible. Yeah, I mean, there's no pu- I mean, there's no touch screen or Nothing like that. I mean, you still have your lever to hold back while you go, you know, mow or whatever. And then once you let up on the bar, it shuts off. It has a push button to start it. So, yeah, I mean, everything is accessible. Yeah. I guess the only thing that would prevent a blind person from mowing the lawn is to make you understand the circumference of the way your your yard is laid out so that you can do the mowing properly. So that's yeah, cool. I mean, if if you know, like for totally blind people, if you know some, you know, like if you do get out and mow your own yard, you can use the Ego lawnmower. I mean, it's basically like using a gas-propelled mower, except you don't have to yank the heck out of the chain. You just hit a little button, and then you kind of... It's almost like one of them old-fashioned cars, Jeff. You remember back when you was a kid. Um, no, I'm kidding. Um, you know, like sometimes not that old. Wonder what you David would, thinks. Yeah, go ahead, Ed. Oh, I was to say, but like, when, you know, like back in the day, sometimes people would you know, give their car a shove to get it going, and then they'd hurry up and jump in, and it would start and go. This, you just kind of, you know, uh, push, hold the start button and walk with it just for about a second or two, and then bring the lever down, and it just, you know, it kicks in, and it goes. So, yeah, a totally blind person can indeed use. Now, the more expensive push mowers, they um, are meant for bigger yards. So if you have, like, an average size yard, you only need, the, you know, the cheaper one. Does yours switch batteries? I mean, ours has two batteries, so and when one gets low, it switches automatically to the other one. No, this one does not do that. This one that I have only takes one battery, and once that battery goes dead, if you don't have an extra battery, then you'll have to put it on the charger. But that's why I bought this one, because my leaf blower was Ego, and they're interchangeable, so... You know, like if I know it's going to take longer, then I'll just have both batteries charged up, and then I'll take the one battery out and then put the other one in and proceed. Mm-hmm. So, are you going to buy one there, Bill? No, I don't know. I might, Ed. I might, but 
What about well, you, David? You, you know what? Jeff has my phone number. Okay, and, and he and he is more welcome. You know, he is more than welcome to give it to you. And if you have any questions, oh, you know, cool. you can call, uh, and I'll be more than happy to explain. You know, and now there are only two places you can buy the Ego Lawnmower: Ace Hardware or Lowe's. Okay, well, we don't have no problem with that. I want to ask a question about the Ninja Speedy before Ed gets off the phone. Okay. Um, I have a friend who's looking for an air fryer that she's totally blind that she can use without an iPhone. That would not be the Ninja Speedy. Okay, that's what I wanted to know. Yeah, I mean, which is a shame because, I mean, it is an awesome piece of equipment. And, I mean, that's probably, I mean, you know, uh, that's probably one of my favorite. But, you know, getting back to the diet thing real quick is I make my own ice cream. I use the Ninja Speedy, so I cut out, like, a lot of the grease. And when I make my own ice cream, it's all natural. So, um, Do you use your Vitamix when you make your ice cream? No, I use my Ninja Creamy. Okay. And I know you. you I know make, you have a Vitamix. That's why I asked. No, actually, I do not have a Vitamix because um, when I had mine, uh, it was recalled because they said that it was starting fires and stuff. So I returned it, and they said, "Well, we'll send you another." And it's like, eh, you know, that was. I, I, I'm just kind of funny, I guess. I I did some research. Well, I bought one. It's a Ninja. It's a blender. And for the life of me, I can't remember the name of it. But you could do the same thing with the the Ninja as you can with the Vitamix, including hot soups and make your own peanut butter and stuff. And it was like $300 cheaper. So I went with that. (laughs) We have a Vitamix that um, we really like. It's the, I think it's the Pro 750, and it has a bunch of, it has several presets and so forth. But we got it on today's special value, so we got a... Fairly yeah, decent it probably price. came with the dry container too, right? It did, yes. Yeah. yeah. Does it take up a lot of room? Could you like leave it plugged in and leave it on your counter and it wouldn't take up too much room? Well, they're probably I'd say about six inches across and maybe eight inches front to back. Well, so I guess it depends on yeah. how much yeah. counter space you have. It's probably it not does, much it bigger do, than a coffee maker. Yeah, it does yeah. go under the counter. Of course, you got to pull it out to use it. But what we're actually looking for is a good margarita maker. Let's get to the choice here. Let's get to <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's get to that. Let's get to it. We need well, a margarita. Well, actually, QBC does have. Did they sell a margarita um, maker? I remember something on about that years well, ago. Well, it's it's it, it makes more than margaritas, but it, it actually kind of operates like a Keurig. And the um, the alcoholic beverages are in like little K cups or whatever. And I mean, it's I I didn't really do much research into it because um, I I you know I wouldn't drink margaritas enough to warrant you know for me to buy one. But um, it looked kind of fascinating. So I don't know. Maybe someday. Who knows? <laughs> But QBC does have one. I'd rather have a, like Chris, I'd rather have a blender that I could do something else with besides just that, though. Well, I like the Vitamix um, in part because they're well-built. They're, you know, the company does. In Ohio, 
Yeah, and the company does, the customer service is excellent. If you call and have a question, they'll actually stay on the phone with you while you make your whatever. Well, and to be honest with you, um, a Vitamix, I mean, you know, they, they really are more blind friendly, I guess, is the term that I would use. You know, for someone, if you have no vision, a Vitamix is great because they do have the little rotary, you know, the uh, physical rotary dial. And switches and toggle switches. And And the Ninja that I have is, it has a physical power on, but everything else is digital display. Your wife probably couldn't use it, could she? What's that? Could your wife use your Ninja? I don't know how much vision your wife has. No, I'm no, talking your about wife. your wife. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, my wife, um, she cannot because she, uh, even like my coffee maker, she goes, I'd love to be able to make you a cup of coffee, but I can't use that thing you got. So. <laughs> no. no, unfortunately, I mean, I, I really wish that a lot of more things would become more accessible. You know, like that, because Ninja makes awesome products. They really do. I mean, I really like a lot of their products, and it's a shame that most more of them are not more accessible for other I people. I do. I like the Ninja Vertical Waffle Maker. That's a great thing. You know, I, I had almost thought about doing that because it, it does look really neat how you would, you know, do that because my wife loves homemade waffles. And it's very blind-friendly. Yeah, well, I may, I, I may, I might be able to talk her into that. I don't know. Now, see, if you bought a um, margarita maker and made enough of them, you wouldn't care about having a blender. <laughs> <laughs> and she wouldn't care what you bought. <laughs> right. Well, that is, and, you know, I, I tease her because she has um, trouble sleeping at night. And I told her, I said, well, if you have, um, even like one wine cooler before you go to bed, it, you would probably sleep through the night. So maybe I can convince her to at least start doing that one. Not every night, but every once in a while, you know, because um, it has just enough alcohol in it to make you sleepy but not get you tipsy. She probably no. has non-24-7. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot and of us do. She'll get so annoyed with me because, you know, I, when she'll get, she'll be sleepy during the day, and then at night she's wide awake. Well, by night I'm ready to sleep, and she, you know like I'll be sawing logs, and she'll be tossing and turning and stuff, and just you sleep so well. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's it but, is what it is. But I forgot the name of the of the of the machine. But Keurig makes or or it markets that drink maker. Then and you have K cups that have the alcoholic beverage, but you have to have a CO two cartridge and water as well. So oh, you're thinking oh they don't make those anymore. Those I I tried one of those. Um, what was it called? Um, the, drink, the Drink Man or something like that? The Drink Mate or so I forgot what it was. Pat, but but the, CO, the bottles would only last so long because it did the pressure, you know, the pressure when it would shoot the CO2 into your bottle, like uh, soda stream, Jeff. Right, That's but this the, this was a little different. This would this would actually have the alcohol, and you put that. It came oh, in like a cake. Oh, okay. but those yeah, things that were was expen- 
That was expensive though. Those drinks were like seven or eight dollars a pod. Yeah, that that it is a bit much. I mean, well, they had the Soda Stream too that was like that, and even uh, there very briefly they actually had a you know when Soda Stream was so popular, Co- um, Coda, Keurig actually made one where you get they had I think it was Coke products or Pepsi or something like that. Yeah, but, and it was wonderful. Yeah, but they were so expensive. I mean, the pods were. Outrageous. They were kind of expensive. Then they yes, stopped they making were. it, and you got stuck with a machine you can't use. Yep, exactly. <laughs> That's well, why I, I always you... wait for a while to see, you know, like whenever something like that comes out. I would see. imagine they had trouble keeping that syrup from clogging things up. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I know. We never had any trouble, but, um, you know, but we weren't a big family either. Well, but... I did have a soda stream for a while, and... I I did that, but I had to keep buying the bottles because the little rings on it with all the pressure on, you know, when they would shoot that CO2, they wouldn't seal after a while. So I thought I had a problem consistently getting exactly the right amount of syrup and carbonation in there with the soda stream. Yeah, I mean that. I mean it it was a nice idea, but that was just some something that just we still have ours and it. It works fine. Um, can you still can you still buy the? Because I haven't seen them in the store for a long time, like the CO2 cartridges or the syrups. Well, actually, I use, and you have to do it real fast. But <laughs> I use the carbonation. I mean, of course, and then I use. Um, oh, what is the? It's a lemonade mix. So it's like Seven Up kind of, but um, it's uh, not. Is it like that. Country Time or? Yeah, that kind of thing. And you just um, do the CO two, and then you have to pour the mix in really quick, and put the cap on real fast. Otherwise, it'll shoot all over the place. But if you do it fast <laughs> enough, you're okay. Well, that'd be awesome. I have had it, you know, before I got the cap on, it'll start going. <laughs> by the way, by the way, so, uh, my daughter had a science experiment, and you, and you take mintos and put it in, in a, and you put the mintos in a bottle of in a, in a bottle of Coke, and it shoots the soda out of the thing like as quick as possible. I said, you're not doing it in the house. Do it out in the backyard. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> Like the volcanoes when you put the vinegar and baking soda in the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Tim, did you ever hear uh, anybody that had a potato gun? Oh, yeah. Oh, they're, they are so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> what is a potato gun? Well, you take the PVC pipe and, and you make you make it shaped like a, oh, a 45-degree angle. And that would be your handle. And then there's a barrel that goes out. And the object is you, you put the potato in the barrel, and it, it, you use uh, like an aerosol can, hairspray. like hairspray, something like that. And it's got this cap, and you take the cap off, put the aerosol spray in there, put the cap back on, and you push a, you push a button if you have one, and it shoots the potato out. It's awesome. Or Great. tomato or whatever. Yeah, I... I <laughs> Potatoes I, were the best. I but. had a guy that uh, left me use one, and I was going to make one. 
And so I said, I wonder how that'll work with a tomato. Oh. I put it into the barrel and put my in your house? No, I, I aimed it <laughs> towards the neighbors, which is probably about five or six hundred feet. And it splapped all the all over the side of his garage. <laughs> and did he uh, did he get upset with you? No, he didn't. But uh, my wife sure did. <laughs> okay, can I ask a really dumb question? <laughs> um, I, I, I'm trying to figure how I can put this. What is the the point of shooting a potato? I mean. Is it just for fun, or is there a reason? Or well, they used to have these tournaments with these guns, and you know how many. I, I don't know exactly. I, I I never got involved with it, but they they had these tor- tournaments with them. It's just more for fun. It's more for fun and the noise. And it makes yeah, oh yeah, it makes a lot of noise. It's yeah, awesome. I, um, you know, my wife she doesn't like a lot of like really loud noises, and when I went to my Cousin and my uncle's funeral a few weeks ago, they had that 21-gun salute because oh, yeah. my uncle served in the Korean War, and they were, it was really loud. So, um, and then I went up and shook each and every one of their hands and thanked them for their service. But, you know, that was, that was an extremely loud. I had never been to one before, and it was, you know, interesting. But it was really nice. So, but anyway, I won't keep everybody. I just wanted to jump in and talk about the or whatever it was you had question. But uh, Bill, if you if you do decide to buy one of those ego lawnmowers, you know, ask or have anything, you know, Jeff can. He's got my number. So all right, I'll, you, I'll reach out to him. All righty. Well, you all right, all thank you, Ed. Thank, thank you. you, Ed. Always good to hear from you. Is it about time for that recipe? Um, yeah, I think it is about time for the recipe. Okay, <clears throat> this is for caramel corn, and it is really good. We just made it again last weekend, and it's almost gone. Well, wait a second. I'm having trouble with the recipe. All right, here we go. Five quarts of popped popcorn, two sticks butter or margarine cut up, Two cups of packed brown sugar, one half cup light corn syrup, or I guess you could use dark. I don't think it really matters that much. One teaspoon salt. That's optional. Now, if you're going to use microwave popcorn that's already salted, I would recommend not using the salt. Uh, Two cups of peanuts, which is optional, or you could use any kind of nuts you wanted, and you can also use salted nuts. One half teaspoon of baking soda and one teaspoon of vanilla. Place your five quarts of pop popcorn and your peanuts in a large bowl and set it aside. Preheat your oven to 250 degrees. Melt butter in your saucepan and after it's melted, add brown sugar, corn syrup, and the salt if you're going to use salt. Bring that to a boil, stirring it frequently, and once it reaches a boil, do not stir it again. Let it boil for five minutes or till it reaches 248 degrees. Remove from heat, stir in your baking soda and your vanilla. Now, 
when you choose your saucepan, I used a two and a half quart one. You need one at least that size because when you put in the soda, your syrup is going to go and it's going to um, boil. It's going to, you're going to, if your pan is full, it's going to boil over. So make sure you have a little extra room. Pour evenly over the corn and put it in the oven for an hour, stirring it every 15 minutes. And you need a big pan. I use a big sheet, disposable sheet pan from Sam's. You can stir it with your hands. You just need to be really gentle so you don't want to break the corn. I took a silicone-covered, um, what do you call those things, um, Oh, it's like a spatula, a spurtle. And I use that and one hand to kind of help me get the corn all turned over and get the corners of the pan, the corn that was in the corners of the pan, folded over toward the center and the center toward the corner so that you want to distribute your syrup. And you get four chances to do this because you stir it every 15 minutes. So, you know, you... You just I just take it out of the oven to stir it because otherwise you may spill it in the oven if your pan's real full. But it's really, really good. That sounds good. I'm going to call a little Not fattening, is it? No, nothing good is fattening ever. No, it's yeah. real light. Is it? Yes. Popcorn is. Yeah. Mm. It's not good for the sugar, though. <laughs> oh. no. Do you, no, do you recommend that uh, Farmer John's Popcorn, Chris and Dave, that, that they sell on QVC? That's actually what I tend to use because we have that, and it doesn't have quite so many husks in it. it. It has some, but they're pretty small, and he's right. They are thinner, thinner husks. They don't, they don't get caught in your teeth. That's the thing that I like about that. Right. Stuff. It's just uh, homemade Cracker Jacks. Homemade cracker I've jack. had that recipe since the 1970s. I first made it in about 1984-ish, and it was. It, I've enjoyed it. Hmm. Anybody else got any comments from? Oh, I got a call. It's a we do have a call. One. We'll take care of the no. call, and we'll get to you, Edward. Yes, hey, this is Gail in Sauk Rapids, Minnesota, and this message is for the Coffee Club crew, Jeff and the Bunch. I um, have had my sister help me with my income tax, and um, Wendy uh, takes care of the getting the, the certificate of rent paid to her so that she can take care of that for me. Just wanted to let everybody know. Have a great day, and I'm enjoying the coffee club. Thanks much. Bye. Thanks, Gail. There you go. Okay, there. I'm having, I'm having potato skins for lunch today, so you know, that having. sounds good too. That reminds me to look at those every once in a while at the store and see if they've got them. I, I, I buy the TGI TGI Fridays potato skins. You heat your oven up to 475 degrees, and you put them in the oven for about 15 to 18 minutes. That's what the directions say, and are they good? Good Bacon and cheddar potato skins. Go ahead, Ed. Well, real quick, those uh, potato skins are also really good done in the air fryer. They wouldn't take quite as long, and you have to kind of watch, because I would say probably let them go for about, Maybe 10 minutes and they'd be done. Yeah, you're right, Ed. 
You're exactly right. And I also wanted to say that recipe is one very similar to what uh, my wife has. And we've made it a few times. They call it caramel popcorn. And instead of using popcorn, you actually use regular, you know, you don't use the butter flavored. You just use puffed corn. But puffed corn is kind of, just a plain puffed corn is kind of hard to find sometimes. And it is, and then you got to get the oil and all and pop it unless you have an air popper. No, this is, no, what I mean by puffed corn, it, it, it comes in a bag just like your bag. Oh, popcorn. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and you and it's our and there's no seeds or anything, so you don't have to worry about that. You just use the puffed corn and you mix up, the, you know, the concoction. I guess you know the the ingredients. And I always, whenever we make it, I always put it into a roasting pan. And yeah, I've used it. a roasting pan, but I kind of tend to like the disposable ones because by the time I'm done, I'm ready to get out of the kitchen. And I was going to say, that's a, that's a hard thing to clean up to, Chris. Uh, uh, my, uh, Kristen would tell me, my, my ex-wife Kristen would tell me that she would put water in the in the, in the the pan if it was all stuck with, with syrup like that and put it in the oven for a little bit and that tends to get rid of the syrup easier once you've done that. It I don't will, know it, yes. So... And, of course, my hands are too weak to do that kind of heavy labor. That's why I, I don't, Never mind. I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> hey, just, there's some things you just Some things he can't stop himself. That's it's his hands and his marriages or counseling. Well, Jeff never told you how he got those weak hands, did he? I <laughs> not even sure we want to go uh, there. Well, forget that. about that, Fred. Yeah, well, I, was just, I was just going to say that you were one of the remaining survivors from the Titanic. Oh, oh that's maybe. right. I, I swam across <laughs> the ocean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't think we really want to know how he got to this weekend. <laughs> And, and thank you, Van. I'll tell you, you come up with a lot of things here today. Inquiring minds don't want to know, right, Jeff? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, so have you guys well, got anything planned for the weekend? Who? Anybody on the panel? Edward, anybody that's here? Um, we do not. Go ahead, Edward. I, I, I don't either. I mean, uh it's so nice during the week, and now this weekend's going to be a little bit cooler. We're not going to be as cool as Tim is going to be, but it's going to be. But I still might cook out. I, you know, I got the yard and everything mowed, so I don't, you know, I don't need to do that. But uh, we might grill Friday. I don't know. What kind of grill do you use, Ed? Um, right now I have a charbroil. It's charbroil brand. It's a gas grill. I saw one on QVC that they had, and I thought, man, uh, th- that would be a nice one too. But my my goal is eventually I want to get a you know when this one dies, I, I I can't see buying one now. But when this one does decide to die, I want to get a smoker so I can grill with wood chips or smoke my food, either one. You know, my sister has a Charm Glow grill of some sort, I think it is, and so the, it, it's hooked right to her gas line into her house, so she doesn't have to worry about uh, about replacing the, the, the propane and stuff like that, so that's, I know yeah, that's what she had. Yeah, my dad had one like that. It was a trigger, 
uh, and he hooked it, had it hooked up to the, uh, you know, natural gas line. I think I Tim think was, did, no, too. No, that wasn't a Traeger or what? No, it couldn't have been. Because he bought a Traeger, and those are wood chips. Wood so chips, I, and they're electric. They need electricity for the fan yeah. and auger. Yeah. But you can smoke with those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, those things are great. My, uh, on Thanksgiving... We used to, you know, put the turkey in the oven and stuff like that when we go to my, I go to my brother's, but now they got one of those Traeger smoking grills and, you know, they'll make two turkeys, they'll uh, deep fry one, which I don't really care for, and they smoke the other one, and it's really good. I just I try you know, smoking mine. I try to stay away from actual deep fried foods now. I haven't had really too much deep fried food for quite a while. No um, McDonald's, Ed. No, no Wendy's, McDonald's, none of yeah, that. Um, sometimes, if I, you know, like my wife, she likes Wendy's and she likes. Um, she, now she does not like McDonald's, but sometimes I'll get like a four-piece chicken nugget or something like that. But usually, I do try to avoid stuff like that as much as possible. I like. I love Arby's. They've got those cherry turnovers that I really like. Gotta well, try the one those. Thing I'm waiting for is Bob Evans when they come out with their strawberry pie. Oh man, I love that. I Gotta try that. those baconator fries from Wendy's. Oh, mercy! I'm gonna That's try a turkey on the smoker one time. I bet you can do it. Oh I yeah, can. sure. Oh you yeah, can you smoke can smoke a turkey in the Traeger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not? I mean, it takes a while. It might take, I think it's like 10, 12 hours, depending upon the size of the turkey. But, yeah, oh, yeah, you can definitely smoke a turkey. You can smoke anything in a smoker, even like macaroni and cheese or baked beans or hamburgers. We smoked anything. a meatloaf once. Oh, I bet that was good. It was. I smoked oh. a steak the other day. I didn't smoke it. I grilled it. A steak for Easter steaks we cooked out on the and Jenny said they were good. Now I don't know if they were, but we, I ate it. Me. Well, well, I would do. think that if you're going to grill on a Traeger, you know, like a wood chip, it wouldn't be necessarily smoked if you don't want it to be. But I would think it would still kind of give it like a little bit of a. Oh, I intentionally injected some chips. smoke. Yeah, I put in we the had smoke. Pork yeah. chops yesterday on the Traeger. Yeah, uh, that might have to be my next purchase if I ever need another grill. <laughs> we're, we're, all, we're all gaining weight just talking about all the food we love here, right? We'll so, see if yeah. we grill it, Jeff. <laughs> You're right. Well, well, you guys, I'm going to bail because um, it's about time for Tim. Yep, yeah, it is time for Tim. It's time for Tim, and Tim gets a little upset. Oh. I don't yeah. want him upset with me. Nah. He, he plays the songs that I like, even though I keep trying to trip him up once in a while. But once in a while, you know, he still finds them. I'll did find you, I'll get you, though, one of these days. Did you stump him last week? I know you no, said that you had was a two song weeks ago. Was that two weeks ago or last? No, I, I would thought for sure maybe I'd be able to get him with that one. But, no, nah, he found it. Between Pierre and uh, Jerry and... Gina, they get me tripped up on Monday sometimes. They get me tripped up on these songs. Well, I thought for sure he wouldn't be able to find that, but he had it. On, it was the backward version of They're Coming to Take Me Away, haha. Yeah, the flip side of the record. Yeah, well, he oh. had it. Yep, I have the whole album. 
boy. Oh, wow. In the 14th album. That is actually a very strange album, Tim. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's got, it's got the song I Owe a Lot to Iowa Pot on it. Yeah, you played that one, too. And yeah. it has a song about, about my dead, my puppy or something like that. I don't, I don't remember whatever. It's got other yeah. songs. Did he? I don't well, I'm gonna let you guys go because I've got things to do. So we'll say we'll say good yeah, evening. Well, I'll talk to everybody later. Y'all have a great one. Have a great one, guys.